Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Why, thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you. Here at Bad Movies Rock, we watch a movie that is hypothetically categorized as a bad movie. Actually, it is categorized as a bad movie. Um, but we don't necessarily think it's bad, and then we watch it, and then we delight in how um, wonderfully, fantastically, sometimes great, sometimes awful it is. Exactly. We take the convenience of, of modern society and modern technology mm-hmm. and use it to tell it it's wrong and stupid and bad and nobody should listen to it. Yeah, exactly. All those things that um, the internet tells you, not necessarily true. Yeah, Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes give you a really easy way to determine on aggregate, once all the critics have weighed in, whether or not a movie is worth watching. But you know what? They don't always get it right. But who does? We do. Always get it right. Always. 100% we are right. Hundo P. You listen to this, you'll know whether or not it's worth watching. And generally speaking, if we watched it, it's worth watching. Yeah, we don't, we haven't, we haven't hit that dreaded regrettable yet, Amber. Not yet, no. And and to be fair, the ones that have been regrettable, either we've stopped watching altogether or we haven't talked about on the podcast. Yeah, no, we self-screen. Because the whole point is that we are not one of those ground and pound kind of podcasts. I'm pretty sure that means something else entirely, but stick with me. We don't take a movie and Uh then shove its face in its mess and say, bad movie, no, and then kick it. For being bad. That's not so how you the, train the a movie. And pound. No. That's not how you train a movie. That's, that's not what we do. What we do, what we do here, is we take these beautiful, slightly soiled movies and we, we raise them out of the dirt and we say, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Look at what you did right. Let's also look at what you did wrong. Don't do that again. But yeah. but let's not focus on that. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's use br- it br- Brush you out. Give you a bath. Treat your mites. Like, let's, let's, let's get you looking all snazzy. It has mites? You know. Did you wash your hands, Amber? Oh. I don't know if I like this metaphor anymore. Hmm. Amber, we watched Hackers. Hack the planet! Hack the planet! It is a 1995 gem. I had never, ever, never, ever seen it before. You're welcome, Megan. Thank you. I do feel like there are things that um, in this movie that I for sure have seen the, like, two or three iterations like um either making fun of or like represented in other things that um originally came from this movie okay so you just we just watched an ancestor film yeah i think so which is I, a thing i've decided is a thing just now mm-hmm. an yep. ancestor film an you ancestor know. film like your shinings yeah your shinnings your shinnings exactly <laughs> michael laughed at that one <laughs> He's got the shinning. You mean the shining? No. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> shinning is better anyway. Shinning is a lot better. So, Megan. Yes, Amber. Having watched Hackers for the first mm-hmm. time, I'm sure you've mastered the plot. And of course synopsis. I have. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have it. I got it. Here we go. Um, all right, you got Dade, who's played by the baby-facedest Johnny Lee Miller I've ever seen in my entire life. I am so used to Sherlock Johnny Lee Miller. He's got the same damn, like, sneer face, but um, he's a tiny, tiny little person. It's fantastic. So fresh and baby-faced. Mm-hmm. And American-accented. Yeah, yeah, wild, right? Mm-hmm. And he is, uh, he's, the, the movie starts with him being an 11 year old who gets like taken down for being a major hacker. And then um, now that we have established his creds, it moves right on to him being 18 years old because now he's able to touch a computer again, Amber. Yes, his sentence for crashing 1,507 and computer seven. systems and causing the stock market to drop by seven points. Whoa. Was a 10 year sentence of no touchy computers or touchstone phones. That's right. Yes. If you were a child of the 90s, you would know that touchstone phones were also <laughs> capable of being hacked. Totally hackable. And also the only way to get on the internet. Yes. Also true. <laughs> you needed that phone line, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is now 18 and he moves to New York City for reasons. And uh, he meets a group of hackers in his new school. Um, uh, notably Angel- Angelina Jolie, who plays uh, Acid Burn. 
is her handle. Also fresh-faced, this, I believe, is her first feature film. Yes. And apparently about um, less than a year after this movie, the two of them got married for a few years. Aw, young love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We also get um, Rinoli Santiago as um, Freak. Phantom Freak, the king of 9X. Matthew Lillard is in this as serial killer. You know, like Crunchberries. Lawrence Mason is Lord Nikon. Oh, yeah, with the photographic oh. memory. He's the, mm-hmm. I think he might be the coolest one in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jesse Bradford is Joey. He's the little guy. And Fisher Stevens is our bad, big, big bad. The plague. The plague, indeed. Um, so as Johnny Lee Miller is trying to make friends in this new um, high school, he's getting in with the nerdy crowd and he kind of proves himself as whoa, a hacker. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa. did I jump whoa. in? Whoa, okay. nerdy? Oh, excuse me, hacker? They are elite hackers, which excuse makes me. them the coolest people. What did I, what did I say? I thought you, I said elite hacker. Oh my, I just, I can't, I'm gonna go sit in my rage corner, okay? I'm, I'm gonna go sit in my rage corner <laughs> and so help me if I hear something that draws me back. Okay, you called them nerds too after you were saying that. Razzle they... present, Megan. Razzle <laughs> Um. So, of course, there's got to be some tension between Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie, and uh, so they like after it's established that the the like gist of the movie is that the plague works is like the um uh um internet security for this big firm and he's placed a um, virus called a worm inside their big mainframe which has been quietly still stealing like um you know cents on the thousands of dollars so it's like hardly noticeable bits and boops that he's been stealing but um now after all this time it's like up to 21 million dollars or something and um the little dude um Joey, he is trying to make his name as an elite hacker, and he gets into their system and accidentally, essentially, steals the code for this virus, and therefore, um, the plague is now after the hackers because he doesn't know what they know, and he needs to find out what they know, and so he's going to get them and um, arrest them. And so we've got all that set up, and now Joey's in jail, and now <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie have to have a hack off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got big stakes. Big, big stakes. Something happens. They don't know what. Joey gets arrested and then he gets grounded. Meanwhile, they have to figure out who's the better hacker, Johnny Lee Miller yeah. or Angelina Jolie, because he's been stepping on her turf the second he yeah. shows up. She Oof. doesn't appreciate it. And meanwhile, he is painfully attracted to her because obviously. For sure. And how it's do little ha- boys deal with that attraction? Hack bullying. It's a hack off, Amber. It's a hack off, Megan. So, of course, they decide the way they're going to avenge Joey is to pick at this secret service folks who arrested him and so they 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 razz him good and uh angelina jolie and johnny lee miller get points for the mean things that they do to um agent gill who's played by wendell pierce some might know for the wire yep they rack up tickets in the system Mm -hmm. they put out personal ads for things that he's not into and we'll get into that that was probably their biggest misstep yep not okay and then eventually Johnny Lee Miller makes him dead in the yep. system. Yep. He kills him, <laughs> computerly speaking. Uh, computers are never wrong. And yeah, they're not. <laughs> so yeah, we get a whole, uh, you know, um, flashes of them doing um, their different funny hacks. Yeah, Some hack montage. Not, yeah, hack montage. Some of them not funny at all. But anyway, um... Yeah, after the hack off, then they actually figure out what the fuck's going on. Um, and they need to um, fix it. And they, oh, because the stakes are not only are there um, this guy stealing money stakes, because he um, wanted to get the hackers blamed for some shit, he's put in a virus that's going to sink some um, like oil ships coming in, unmanned 
driven oil ships that are just going to sink and cause an environmental catastrophe. Exactly. The plague is is not a moral man. No. He's he's going to steal money from this company and to cover his tracks because he doesn't know what the hackers know, he's going to blame them for an epic disaster. Yeah, he's willing to just go ahead and cause that epic disaster in order to get away with his 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 nut amber. It's just a squirrel trying to get his nut, Megan. Yep, so true. Um, hackers of the world, um, unite. Hack the planet, Amber. Hack and, the planet! <laughs> and they are uh, able to save the um, ships and um, prove that the plague is to blame in all of this, and they win. The end. And who wins the bet, Megan? Oh, yes, the bet. Um well, apparently the um, other elite hackers say that Johnny Lee Miller won the bet, um, but that was only because they wanted him to, they thought it was the only way he could get a date. Which I like because that way there was no winner. Yes. They were, they were, they were equal, equals as hackers, mm-hmm. which I, I like that at the end when he, like, so they're in the pool at the end of their date and that there's a whole symmetry there that's just, that's just lovely. Mm-hmm. He 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 acknowledges that she is elite, and she's like, yes. "If you had just fucking said that in the beginning, you would have uh-huh. saved us a lot of trouble." Like, yeah. Just acknowledging that I am your equal or likely better, you totally would have gotten what you wanted. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you'd not been like a chauvinistic, chauvinistic jerk hole, um, then guess what? We could have done this long ago. Exactly. Yeah. Dumb dumb. Yeah. Super dumb dumb. Don't pull the girl's pigtails. Let her know that she's smarter than you. Mm-hmm. All right. Adequate job, Megan. I give it a... I'll give it a solid B, since you hadn't seen this movie before. B? I thought I did... I thought I was clever and charming and um, a little bit flirty. I don't know. Yeah. No, you, you were those things, but that actually doesn't affect your letter grade, because that would be weird. Okay. Um, Amber wanted Metacritic give this movie. Metacritic critics at 46, users at 66. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes was 33 for the critics and 68 for the audience. That's a bullshit, critics. Mm-hmm. Total bullshit. I think to a certain extent, they didn't really know what they were looking at. No, no, not at all. There's, I think my favorite review, uh, blurb. I always, you know, I feel like I've, I've, I always say review as though I read the mm-hmm. entire review. No, we're using convenience technology. It's a goddamn blurb with a number associated with it. Joe Brown of the Washington Post. It was scored at a 50. This blurb says, separates the tech-savvy boys from the lost in cyberspace men. Really, the movie may be too fast and confusingly jargon-choked for everyone but net surfers <laughs> and webheads. Webheads. Thanks, 90s. <laughs> Amber, you're a real webhead. Mm, well, you're a lost in cyberspace man. Oh, no. Well, at least I'm a man and not a boy, Amber. <laughs> Some of them seemed like, this must be going over my head. While other ones who clearly know a little bit more about computers were like, this is basically just magic. They make computer magic yeah. happen. Yeah. There was a, the, the TV Guide review blurb is really weird. It's also a 50, and it says, Still Otter is the movie's sexual worldview, which is simultaneously infantile and fetishistic. Boys wear mm. rubber, lipstick, and spandex, but don't yeah. seem to have a sexual bone in their unmuscled bodies. No, Maitland yeah, McDonough. No. That was, that's not okay. I actually, I was like fully into the aesthetic of yes. all of these hackers. Like it was, like, like I... They didn't ha- say much about. Oh, they did say one thing. Yeah. <laughs> was it about a? Oh no no. I was gonna say the what about the the poop the pooper and this what a that's a good pooper. What do you say? Look at that pooper spandex. It's a right, not a privilege. <laughs> um, but you so don't like, know whose pooper he's. You looking have no at. idea. They don't show the pooper. Everyone's wearing spandex, so we yeah. could be talking about any gender. Yeah. Like, there's no. The way everybody's dressing, their aesthetic, their hair, the use of mm-hmm. makeup, the the style of clothes is not necessarily androgynous, but does mm-hmm. feel like significantly more gender play than yeah. than like straight roles. And and I I love that aesthetic. It's that was lovely. fantastic. It's yeah, it's great. Um, 
yeah, Matthew Lillard in this has um, lovely long hair, and sometimes it's in pigtails, sometimes it's down. Like, it's, it, they very much play with, like, dress, and um, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, I love there's it. There's probably the, the most kind of gendered chauvinistic feel mm-hmm. comes from Johnny Lee Miller's character more than yes. anything. And it's it's not a strong grossness like mm-hmm. they're just little little flashes little touches whereas yeah. everyone else you have no real real clear idea necessarily of their sexual identity their gender mm-hmm. identity like it's it's there's there's they don't draw as as such strong boundaries i feel like it's and the other thing i like about it is they don't they also don't make a big fucking deal of it yes like there's oh. no like there's there's no like oh but you dress weird or like oh but you're gay ha 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 like there's none of there's none of that which i super duper appreciate nope everybody's playing with style everybody's playing with a like it's it's yeah and then the one woman the one woman yeah unfortunately is of course angelina jolie she has extraordinarily short hair Mm -hmm. wears a wide assortment of clothing and actively engages in like a sexual identity that is in no way shamed at any point. Yeah, it's yeah. And like by her or anyone else. Mhm. It's just it's just she likes sex. She has sex. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. And like and it's just very not 90s but from my perspective. It feels very not 90s, which I Yeah. I'm sure it's probably pretty in keeping with parts of the 90s that I was not aware of cuz I was 12 at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they do have um hackers of color um which is fantastic. Um it's not all just white dudes um and Angelina Jolie which is fantastic. And like you were saying about Matthew Lillard. Oh yeah, the second white boy is actually the goofy comic relief, mm-hmm. not the black male character. Yep. As is so often the case, you have Matthew Lillard as the loudmouth kind of goofy guy. Mhm. Thank you. It's yep. well cast. He plays that role very well. Yeah, it's entirely enjoyable. But like you were saying, Gone in 60 Seconds, they had that like role played by um, a black actor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the, the funny, fast-talking, yeah, comic relief. Yep, exactly. Not in this one. Black man was a freaking genius with a photographic memory. Mm-hmm, yep. Hell yes. Yeah, Nikon. Lord Nikon. The biggest misstep of the movie yes. was a quick thing uh but it was the they when they're punking the secret service agent johnny lee miller takes out a personal ad mm-hmm. and at the end of it uses the word transvestite uh, yeah didn't need to do that completely unnecessary didn't yeah no yeah and then okay. essentially used kind of like homosexual sexuality to make the secret service agent uncomfortable because like he was getting explicit phone calls from a lot of men yeah yeah and that like it should just be cut should just be cut yeah i guess it made him gross because he felt it was gross right but they did it his his homophobia was you know associated with his general negative aesthetic right Right, but then they assumed that he, you know, that a bad thing to do to him would be to get people who were homosexual to call him. Exactly. So, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Don't was, do that. You, you ruined some of your goodwill for, for me with that. Yeah. Sup- surprisingly, for a 90s movie, it, like, that was, that was it for, like, the the super yeah. toxic... Yeah. Yes, which was like as as rewatches of movies go, that's pretty good these days. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, no excuse, yeah. but for a mid 90s um, movie, it does better than most. Mhm. Yep. Yeah, yeah still still doesn't make it okay, but um yeah, not not a lot of cringes. So, we like this movie. The critics thought it was weird and didn't really know what to do with it, and yeah. they were wrong. As yeah, usual. they were super duper wrong. Super yeah, thirty three is is unacceptable for this movie. It is, it is a hilarious, artsy landscape of hacker design. It's not like, it's not supposed to be. 
I don't know, super serious or super, um, like knowledgeable about hacking. Like they use, they, they go into worlds of hacking, like, and it's, it's as if they're walking around in the bits and boops. And so they just kind of very much, you know, artsy fartsy up what hacking looks like. Yeah. They give you funny, trippy visuals that are very, you know, cyberpunk culture. And yes. it doesn't take itself seriously. It's it is it is a silly movie. It is it is intending to be silly. Yep. For the first um, part of it, Johnny Lee Miller seems to like when he's experiencing something, he kind of closes his eyes and then like pictures like little movie tidbits of what's happening. You know, if he's he saw Angelina Jolie and then all of a sudden there was a lot of like kissing montages of older films and stuff. But then he got mad at Angelina Jolie and there was a lot of like slapping montages that happened, um, mm-hmm. which was kind of interesting. But then they dropped that fairly early on. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. At first when you, like they give you, you know, the inside of his head and it's all, yeah, little flashes from old school movies and television. And then, yeah, <laughs> and they quickly stopped doing that for whatever reason. Yeah. But yes, critics, wrong. Us, right. Always. Favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. Things you loved. Let's. So Megan, you liked this movie. I did like this movie. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So for me, with this movie, obviously I watched it as a young preteen child. So little preteen Amber, you know, little 12-year-old Amber watching this movie. One, whoa, this looks super cool. Two, I have no fucking clue how computers work. We didn't even own a computer until I was in high school. So the magic made perfect sense to me. I didn't need to know or understand any deeper than, yes, of course, everything I think is is true, everything you said, and I'm sure that's what the inside of a computer looks like. It looks like a shiny Obviously. cityscape video game, and yep. it makes whooshing noises as you move around in it. <laughs> Why the fuck not, man? Yeah. Good as any, like, uh, a way to describe it to someone who doesn't understand hacking. Exactly. And then you have Angelina Jolie's character, the only female character, which a lot like the Gone in 60 Seconds role, you have, you know, a woman in a male-dominated cultural sector. But in this, she has much more of a role. And I feel like you get more of the infusion that Angelina Jolie brings of that kind of unselfconscious taking up space completely confidently. Yep. And there's a scene where she's... (laughs) There's so many good little quotable lines in this that always stuck in my brain. But Mm -hmm. when Phantom Freak gets arrested because Joey handed off the disc with the worm in it. Yes. He knows they're onto him, so he hides it. Mm -hmm. And then he makes a phone call from prison to Angelina Jolie and says, it's in the place where I put that thing that time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it just makes me want to have a place where I put a thing that time. Like, I want that with you, Megan. I want want you to know what I mean. When I say, it's in the place where I put that thing that time. Don't worry about it. You know exactly where it is. So she, of course, knows that that means the condom machine in the boys' room at high school. Yeah, obviously. And she just, like, unselfconsciously walks in and gets it. And then while she's there, she picks up a condom. Yeah, so you see her kind of rooting around with her hand behind the machine looking for it. And in the background, fuzzed out, are just bodies watching her. And then when she gets it, they go into focus and you realize, oh, it's the men's room. And mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of guys standing around staring at her. Mm-hmm. And so and then she just calmly, casually also grabs a condom and then just walks past them, looks at them and moves on. Mm-hmm. Just like zero fucks given. Yeah. Just- I also enjoyed how there weren't also cat calls to her exactly. or any there was no like they they were they were obviously stunned by her and i feel like that's fine but there was no like comment on it exactly they didn't make they like the whoever wrote this or directed it or whatever made the conscious choice not to make the men's discomfort her discomfort yes like they just yes. let that be her owning the space and if they were uncomfortable with it that's their problem. She's mm-hmm. not actually hurting them in any way. She just has to be a woman in the men's room and she got a condom. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the same way that when she woke up from her sex dream, mm-hmm. she enjoyed it. There was like a, yeah. there was like an enjoyment, like a smile, like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was both like a, oh, that was nice. And, and like a, oh, I like him, I think. Or yeah, like, I, I do find him attractive. Sex with him. Exactly. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. then when they're in the room playing on her computer with the lights off and she comes in with her boy and they start making out and then they get caught by those guys, 
zero embarrassment on her end zero embarrassment whatsoever she's annoyed that they're there and then she immediately switches gears into yeah isn't my computer awesome let's talk tech Mm -hmm. like it's fine nobody cares and they don't catcall her either i mean they're interested in her when the sex thing is happening right but then they immediately switch gears she's not sexualized she is just immediately also a hacker to talk about hacking things they just Mm -hmm. want to talk about her rig more than anything yep yeah I don't know. I just, I, I liked that. Like, she's just a person doing a thing that the other people are doing, and it doesn't really matter that she's a woman, and that's nice to not have it that be, a, like, a, she's not a woman character. She's an elite hacker among them, and the best of them. Yep. So who happens to be a woman who also happens to like sex and also be gorgeous. Yeah. Like, it's just, those, those are just other details, but they're not the most salient details. It's, yeah, it's the fact that she is also an elite hacker. She's the same. And it seems also intentional for her character because mm-hmm. yes. they make, you never meet her mother, but they mention twice, essentially, that her mother writes self-help books for women mm-hmm. to deal with shitty men. And at one point she's writing, I guess they're in an AP English class and they're, he, the teacher's having them write quotes from, you know, significant authors of the 20th century. And she writes a quote from, from her own mother, uh, which I think was, God gave men brains larger than dogs so they wouldn't hump women's legs at cocktail parties. Yes. But then they don't make Angelina Jolie a ball buster. She still enjoys the company of men. She's mm-hmm. almost exclusively in the company of men. She doesn't feel the need to be sexualized or to sexualize them, but she also is completely comfortable. Like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like they strike an interesting balance that I just hadn't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Would I have liked more women in this movie? Yes. Obviously. Of course. But the woman they did have in the movie, I feel like they did a really good job with. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. No, I think you're right. They also then there there are some like peripheral characters who are also women. Like we do meet Dade's mom, who's um actually kind of a badass um, yeah, as she's well. Great. They um, do give her some solid moments, especially that one at the end. Yeah, the kind of the beginning and the end. She's highlighted as just being like all in on his in his corner and knowing that like yeah he's he's a hacker, but he's also a genius and also like he's got morals. Like he's not going to like sink a bunch of oil ships because or try to you know hack a lot of money like she knows him better than that and she like super stands up to him for and for the u.s secret service people yeah exactly and in a scene where you have a very powerful male character trying to intimidate her Mm -hmm. to to, like essentially get her to abandon him and she does not hesitate to be like Mm -hmm. you don't fucking know me or my son motherfucker yep solid actually and that's that's a really good point the only other female character is an executive at the mineral mm-hmm. company who is also in on the worm plan yes. and dating the plague. But she's she's badass too in her own way. Yeah, yeah. Like she's I think she's the only female executive in the room generally. Yep. And just yeah, completely she knows nothing about computers, but that doesn't mean that she's in some way beneath his level of power, I guess. Right. Her the dynamic um, is equal. Yes. Yeah. Um, the actress is Lorraine uh, Bracco. Bracco, maybe? Um, and she plays the um, therapist in The Sopranos. Um, and just, yeah, anyway. I never seen, seen The that. Sopranos. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's not in on how to do the heist but she's all in on the heist itself i like it the plague as a bad guy is mm-hmm. pretty entertaining he is oh my goodness yes indeed there there are some 90s things in this movie that are just so delightful to see again um you saying the plague reminds me that he just skateboards everywhere like he does just skateboard everywhere <laughs> there's there is a tense handoff in like a dark back alley between mm-hmm. johnny lee miller's character and the plague yep and he's he's waiting there in the dark city street for hours and then suddenly a limo appears with a man hanging onto the side of it on a skateboard <laughs> in his big trench coat yes. and then he johnny lee miller holds out a floppy disk with the worm on it. And yeah. the plague skates by him, snatches it, and then grabs back onto the limo. Yeah, he sketches right by. It's, yeah, it's very, very <laughs> entertaining. He's, like, in, like, the, like, mineral company offices um, riding his skateboard around. It's it's very entertaining. 
he draws this this great line between sleazy, nerdy, but trying really hard to be cool, that guy, mm-hmm. and just yeah. being an amoral asshole. Like yep. He's he's an interesting character, which you would pity if he didn't say shit like, there is no right and wrong, there's only fun and boring. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a real just dumb thing to say. But at the same time, you know, he's menacing an 18-year-old kid by telling him that he will essentially disappear his mom by switching her face and record with the record of a criminal who's Mm -hmm. off of, like, who essentially won't even have a trial. They've they've broken their parole. They'll just go straight to jail. He's like, so she'll disappear. She will cease to exist because I will make it happen with computer magic. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty, that's pretty sinister. Also the whole, I will dump an oil tanker to cover my tracks and frame a bunch of kids for it thing. Yeah. But yeah, he's simultaneously skateboarding everywhere. And you see him, he's playing some sort of virtual video game at some point, but they don't mm-hmm. show you the video game. You, they just show you him. Yep. And so there's that level of ridiculousness that's for anybody who's playing a virtual video game and you watch them do it. Yeah. You look They're silly. Just dorky. Yep. But he's also, I don't think I'd ever noticed this before, but he's also wearing a vest with a little sheriff's badge <laughs> on it and uh-huh. a little gun stuck tucked in his waistband because he's... Yep. he's He's playing make-believe. Yeah, because it's the virtual reality and he's in he's all in on it. He's just the biggest nerd in the entire movie. He's but he has too much power. And, yeah. 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 He's a good bad guy. He At is. one point he's wearing a little lizard brooch. Mm-hmm. While, yes. While menacing Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah, for reasons. Yeah, there's um well, you said this, the floppy disks, the floppy disks are like major throwback. So many floppy disks in this um, movie. Um, and also inline skating, Johnny Lou Miller inline skates all over the place. Mm, all the good hackers inline skate. They don't skateboard, mm-hmm. they inline skate. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the first club he goes to that has like the ramp so that when you go into the club, you can just take the ramp down and you don't have to take off your inline skates. Mm-hmm. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. Matthew Lillard's character was endearing. He was funny and endearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Serial killer. Was. Just adorable. Yeah. One point, he he's he goes on these fucking rants sometimes. And at one point, he's trying to give a call to action to help their friends when they are trying to figure out what the worm is. It's like, it's a wake-up call for the Nintendo generation. <laughs> and then he quotes a Bible verse with the chapter. Yep. <laughs> like, he knows the verse in the chapter. Mm-hmm. I spake as a man, walked as a man, but it was time to put away childish things. <laughs> He's just kind of always mixing shit. Mm-hmm. Just whatever pops into his head, because they're all yeah. geniuses. But yeah, he's you- probably the most scatterbrained of them all. Yeah, he- you can't pin him down. At all. Can't pin him down. He's everything and nothing. Mm, exactly. Um, we also have um, Razor and Blade who make it into this movie briefly. I don't who, know why, but I loved their characters. They're, they're so good. They're just they're delightful. Um, I honestly, the I remember, I remember as a twelve year old thing thinking they were the coolest. They mm-hmm. were the coolest part of this movie. Yep. So they um um produced a hacker-themed, unlicensed TV show called Hack the Planet. Hack the Planet! <laughs> and they're just, like, they're they're just awesome. They're just, like, they're these two dudes, and they've got um, makeup on, and they're just, like, master hackers, and they're just, like, theatrical as all fuck. And um, the, one of them has, like, this, like, hair dye that's like in like spokes almost like checker pattern spoky hair dye pattern it's all so good it's so yeah, it's good like orange and black stripes yeah 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 going out from a ring though anyway um they would i feel like a lot of the aesthetic in this 1995 movie would totally be right on par for right now like you these oh, are yeah. these are looks that would totally be awesome right now too oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's there's definitely aesthetic play that's happening here that would definitely fit in right now mm-hmm. um but so these two um are the ones that they um johnny lee miller goes to when it's evident that in order to beat 
the plague, they're going to need to have like a group of um, like indie hackers help them. Um, and at first it seems like Razor and Blade aren't, aren't in, but then they are, Amber. <laughs> Just in time. They're fashionably late. They're fashionably late. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They have to be fashionably late. It's all about yep. style. And they bring with them an international cadre. They do. Got the Japanese, the Russians, the Italians, the British, the French. Mm-hmm. They're all here to help. Yep. We, we have the, the, um, all of our, um, uh, elite hackers, all lined up um, in phone, like in front of phone booths, with their like super great thick ass um, laptops, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all there, hacked into the phone lines, so that they can um, get in and trick the plague and his like security entourage and get into the system and um, you know stop these ships from being toppled over and. Is that all they're doing? Well, they're they're simultaneously crashing the system so that they mm-hmm. can stop the virus from capsizing the ships. Yep. While also creating a cover for Johnny Lee Miller to hack in and get the whole garbage and file. Because they only the got file. part of the garbage That's file. Right. They needed the whole thing so that they could prove not only what was happening, but who was doing it. Who did it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I love the scene where they're all booting up their laptops at the phone booths to start their attack, and you get, like, the cool graphics that each of them made for themselves uh-huh. and their hacker hi- handle. It's yep. fantastic. It's, yeah, it's... All, yeah, all of them have fantastic hacker handles, except for poor Joey, and they all have graphics that go along with those handles. It's and very then visual. S- then they start dropping viruses on the Gibson, and at first, basically, it just shows the office going crazy and Looks like all of the computers are just having random screensavers. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> the viruses are just screensavers. Screensavers and phone calls. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they, they upgrade to different graphics jumping around in lines of random letters and code. Mm-hmm. So it starts with like a cookie monster and then a smiley face and then a rabbit. And they basically are just hopping around in lines of code streaming. <laughs> That's yes. how viruses work. Yeah, and then the um the plague and the other folks are just like, give him the flu virus, hit cookie. Like, mm-hmm. it was just very like they had names for the like antivirus, run the antivirus. Yeah, all kinds. Who was of- who was the other guy, Megan? Oh, it was um Penner Teller. It was Penner Teller. Yeah, it was <laughs> one of them. I can't remember which one. The one who talks, the tall one. And we didn't bother to determine which it was. No. It doesn't matter. You know who we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. At first, um, our elite hackers aren't gaining any headway. The plague is kind of easily uh, undoing everything they're doing. Um, The plague even calls to taunt Johnny Lee Miller. And so you know that he's somehow hacked and found out where they are. And um, he sends... The plague sends the police to go get our elite hackers. And oh my goodness, Amber, we see like the police coming and our hackers trying to finish and our, the police coming and then the, the, the hackers, oh, they're almost done. And then um, the police show up. But guess what, Amber? They've hacked um, phones to like forward calls to other pay phones. So they're essentially the police are in the wrong place. It's a fake out to the audience. You think they're about to get caught. But it's actually going to be a few more minutes before they get caught. Yeah, they, they have a few more minutes before being caught. They're able to finish uh, hacking in before they get caught by the police. They go to great pains to make it very clear that they feel the the use of force is excessive mm-hmm. on crimes like hacking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because every, every single time the police show up to arrest one of these hackers, including Dade Miller as an 11-year-old. Uh-huh. Or Dade, not Dade Miller. I just combined Johnny and Miller, and I'm very good at things. They come in with a battering ram. They're all they all have freaking assault rifles and full body armor. They're all yelling and screaming and grabbing, and that that just happens every single time they pick up one of the hackers. It is Mm -hmm. assault rifles and yelling and body armor and excessive force. They do that to the Phantom Freak first. He has there's a lot of dreams in this movie. First, he has a dream that it's happening, and he wakes up, and you're like, oh, phew, and then it actually happens. Yeah, his mom Um, opens the shades of his window, and there's just. Then suddenly a gun in her face and they come through the fucking window. (laughs) It was actually fairly disturbing. It was. And then 
<laughs> he's basically naked. He's wearing boxer shorts in bed. Mm-hmm. They all have rifles on him. And then they say you're under arrest for the crime of whatever. And his mom immediately turns on him. Uh-huh. What have you done? Yep. Mm-hmm. And starts yelling at him in Spanish. Yep. And then he's like, arrest me. Why are you waiting? Seriously, I'm scared. just do it. I'm scared of my mom. There's a clear, you know, hackers are not full anarchy they're just about freedom and community and mm-hmm. connections because this is international and it's all genders and all races and everybody's just cool mm-hmm. and you know breaking laws sure but who's sure. really getting hurt just that annoying secret service guy yep exactly and the bad guys yeah you, they use the phrase innocent hackers a lot <laughs> i don't think white hat and black hat had been invented yet mm, yeah and they have the Secret Service agent kind of saying the same thing over and over again. Like, they're terrorists and they, you know, break private property and, you know, they make him seem like a ridiculous blowhard. I, yeah. I mean, they're still breaking the law. Still breaking the law, Amber. But, you know, they're doing it for funsies. Mm-hmm. It's funsies breaking the law. It's funsies breaking the law. They're not framing anybody for murder. Yeah. The very last scene, we have um, Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie in a pool on the top of the building. Um and Johnny Lee Miller has ostensibly brought her up there because he has hacked windows, Ember. Um, lights, <laughs> Megan. He hacked me. lights. Don't be he, ridiculous. Okay, you're right. He hacked lights. Um, as you know, 1995 lights were super hackable. Um, and in the lights, he's um, put crash and burn. Ah, because his, his handles crash override and her handles acid burn. Aww. Aww. Yeah. So sweet. They're, they're better together. Mm-hmm. Crash and burn. So, Amber, on our rock scale, R Ugh. for regrettable, Ugh. O for mm. outstanding, mm. C for mm. crazy bulls, mm. and K for K? What would you rate this movie? Craze balls. Mm-hmm. I see. With a touch of outstanding. Hmm. Yeah. I could get on that train. Just a, just a t- it's, it's not an amazing movie, but it just, I, I hold it in a special place in my heart. It's ridiculous, and I love it. It's well worth watching, and there's definitely a bunch of things that happened in this movie that I've seen referenced many, many times. It's an ancestor movie, Amber. Yep, I've decided that's a thing. I said it out <laughs> loud, so now I'm stuck with it. Yep. It's an ancestor movie, Megan. Yeah. Yeah, I... It shouldn't be something that you would watch now. Like it's a, a 90s movie about hacking shouldn't be, it shouldn't hold up enough for you to be able to sit through it and enjoy it. It should be ridiculous, but it's actually still entertaining. I still it's, enjoy it. It makes yeah. me happy. This is my first watch through and I super enjoyed it. Yeah. So there you go. Watch Hackers if you haven't. And if you have, but you haven't in a while, watch it again because I say so. Good. There, There we have it. And we're done. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do an Abby story. So I was talking to my brother and Abby on the phone. And um, we were just kind of talking for a while. And then my brother said, hey, Abby, I have a story I want to tell Maggie. And Abby said, I have a story for Maggie, too. And my brother said, well, do you want to tell your story first? Or do you want me to tell my story first? And she said, well, why don't we both tell the story at the same time? <laughs> Madness. <laughs> and he said, okay, one, two, three, so Maggie. And then it was, there was a pause and she said, so Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently her story was, um, um, so, Maggie, hi. It's a pretty good story. That is not a story. I, pretty- I certainly hope you told her that's not a story. That's a greeting. It was, it was a pretty good story. Wow. That kind of hand-holding is not going to help her progress, Megan. Uh-huh. Just encouraging her to be adorable but wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind that. Adorably wrong. Amber, um, do you have a recommendation? No! Delightful. But would you settle for a Tales from Brooklyn? I absolutely I wouldn't just settle for a Tales from Brooklyn, Amber. I would revel in a Tales from Brooklyn. Yay, Megan, prepare yourself for Tales from Brooklyn. Ooh. 
Let me preface this by saying, yes, okay, I know. I am both sexist and prejudiced. It, it's it's not something I'm proud of. It's not, mm-hmm. okay? It's just, it's a learned behavior, but it's one, like any good liberal, I try to overcome in the moment. Just because white people and white men especially commit most of the bad things that happen in this country doesn't mean that they're all necessarily bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... When I was out walking my dog this weekend, it was a beautiful sunny day, so of course more assholes were outside in my way. I was crossing mm-hmm. the street, and when a van pulls up in front of me in the crosswalk and stops, and the window rolls down, and it's a smiling white man, I immediately go, well, I'm about to be murdered. Danger, danger. But then I take my brain. I take my brain and I say, okay, okay, I understand. You're doing the math. You're doing the rapid survival math. White guy plus van equals dead person but that's not necessarily true okay that's not that that's not necessarily how the math works let's just take the knob of moral peril and let's just turn it down a little bit let's just put it down to the question mark question mark thing maybe this is going to be a perfectly innocent interaction okay we're cool Mm -hmm. he stops he smiles clearly he wants something from me i pull my headphones off of one ear i am staying out of the road because Mm -hmm. he stopped in the lane of traffic that's on like the farthest from me so there's still traffic coming from the left so i kind of walk back and he asked me and so i take off both of my headphones and i lean forward and i say i'm sorry pardon me like okay are you quiet talking to get me to come closer to you or is that just your personality one is creepy the other is okay not helpful but whatever excuse me do you know the way to Flushing Avenue? Oh. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't know the name of the street we're on right now, even though I walk it every day. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that part. I just said, oh, no, I'm so sorry. Then he looks at my dog. That's a cute dog. Thank you. What do you say to that? What do you say to, like, am I, it's like I'm taking credit for the cuteness mm-hmm. of my dog, but if I just agree with them, it sounds kind of cocky, you yeah. know, like, yeah, he is cute. And then, you know, I'm the asshole. Yeah. So I said, mm-hmm. thank you. He said, can I hold your dog? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I heard him that time. Can I hold your dog? Fuck no, mister. He's not friendly. Oh, that's unfortunate. He's so cute. You sure I can't hold your dog? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. He's, he's really not very friendly. Not like you. Oh, I'm not friendly at all, mister. Have a nice day. And I walked away. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know the not like you sounds innocent, but you had to see the look on his face when he said it. Yeah, no, that is not. Not like you. That is not a, that is not an okay comment. So even though I tried to tell my brain that white plus guy plus van is probably not what I think it is. This experience did not help with that. No. What happens when I... Okay, I hand you my dog through the window while I'm standing in the middle of the street. What happens next? Yeah. Do you drive off with my dog? He's a dog do you, napper. Do you then entice me to get into the van because you have my dog and I need my dog back? Is this... what? What is this the steps of? I don't... You ask for the directions that I don't have... And then you ask for my dog. And then when that doesn't work, you tell me I'm friendly? Is it, I don't... What is, what is this what a is recipe for? Game? Yeah. Because this seems like a recipe for Amber getting sold into slavery or murdered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or being dogless. Yeah. None of that would be good. I'd prefer the first two to the last one. So I'm, I'm going to keep the whole man plus van equation just on the back burner for now because i have yet to be proven wrong mm-hmm. you're not going to call me on saying i'd rather you be sold into slavery or murdered rather than douglas <laughs> <laughs> no i agree with it okay good <laughs> same could be said for me it's a dark day coming ember so thank you brooklyn Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's upsetting. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. You know, Amber, I'm okay with that That prejudice. Just white plus man plus white van. Just very bad. Yep. Equals 
I should set it on fire and run or just ritualistically murder myself right here. Mm-hmm. The only two options. The only two options. Megan, do you have a recommendation? I do, Amber. I'm going to recommend that everybody wash their fucking hands. <laughs> oh, shit. It just got real. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to. Yeah. I mean, wash your hands. Just freaking wash your hands. In I, general, yes, do that. Yeah. Wash your hands for 30 seconds. Get all the places on your hands and wash them all the time. Also, um, my favorite soap to wash my hands is the um, Lemon Kitchen Soap by Trader Joe's. Oh, my mom loves that soap. I had been coveting that soap for a very long time. And then I realized one day I could just go ahead and buy it for myself. And so then I did. And it's been delightful ever since. Isn't it fun to remember that you're a grown up and you have access to money and vehicles and choices? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would like to actually own this soap and actually use it. Yep. It's not all interacting with white guys and vans, Megan. Sometimes there are perks. Sometimes there's lemon kitchen soap. Mm-hmm. Um, so wash your hands and use lemon kitchen soap if you mm -hmm. want to. If you want to. The washing your hands is the paramount thing. Rock on. Amber, so I would like to thank all our listeners. Find us on Bad Except Movies for Rock. you. And oh. you know who you is. Oh, boy. Fuck you. You know what you did. You're going to go after them just like that huh yeah megan i'm gonna air that laundry right out don't care how dirty it is cool follow us on bad movies rock on twitter and uh bad movies rock podcast at gmail if you have anything to say to us you can't hold amber's dog though you cannot hold my dog <laughs> if, if, you, if your question is can i hold your dog the answer is no mm -hmm. for many reasons yeah. and if your other question is are you friendly the answer is also no. I take after my duck. Mm -hmm. I'm not friendly at all, people. I also don't know where Flushing F is, in case you were wondering. Also that. Mm -hmm. And I would like to close, like I always do, by saying... No. I've already been through so much. And rock steady, Ember. But I already, already took that from you. No, I said that was going to be my next one. No, but I took that from you. I already you said can't. Bebop and Rocksteady. It's you. already been said at the end of a podcast. Just because you didn't say it doesn't make it not have happened. It, yeah, that I would mean, only work if you were a man. It's like I always say, Bebop and Rocksteady. So I said it, you said it last time, and I said it this time. Although it was two times ago. That doesn't make any sense. This is a nightmare. You can't stifle me, Amber. Oh, I can, Megan. Oh, I can. Oh no! Oh no! It's the it's the grimace grin. Oh no! It's the bared teeth. Oh no! I'm in trouble. Bye, Megan. Bye, Amber. <laughs> <laughs>